morning, good morning, good morning. This is Danya and Trekking with Olive Oil. I am so glad that you are here today. We are going to be on episode five. Here's a little quote to get us started. Sometimes God will put you through some things, not to test you, but to test the people around you to see if they are really who they say they are. So pay attention because real situations will always expose the fake people. So last week in episode four, we were talking about my call com on the computer and on my truck. Now today we're gonna talk a little bit about being a female on the road by yourself. At first, to be honest with you, I was extremely nervous. I mean, it's one thing to be on the road by yourself driving, you know, an hour, two hours, or even three hours away. But when you're going places all over the United States, 48 states and Canada, that's a little bit different. You know things are gonna happen out on the road, things that you never expect to happen. One thing as a truck driver I have definitely found out and that is that you have to be patient. When you're driving an 18-wheeler, you can't just zip out in front of somebody and pull out, right? It takes me at least 19 to 22 seconds to get across a turning lane and head it out straight in for me. So basically, you need to make sure there's nothing coming in either direction before you pull out. And sometimes, that takes a while, like two or three red lights worth. I really didn't realize it, but when I was on the truck with my trainer, Rich, he was doing stuff in the background that I never even expected or knew that I was gonna have to do. One of the main things that we have to do as far as driving a truck is we have to trip plan. So while I was still in training, I actually went and talked to some of the older guys there at the truck lounge there at Stevens and ask them the best way to do this. Now, of course, if you're talking to the younger generation, they're all about technology. Use your phone, use Google Maps, use the GPS, use anything at your disposal to get you where you need to go. But if you talk to some of the older truck drivers, they are all about the Atlas. You've got to have an Atlas to see exactly where you're going. Now the Atlas that I have is made by Rand McNally. You can get it at a truck stop, and I actually have the large scale so I can see with my little peeps. So this Atlas has things like restricted routes. There are several roads in the United States where the roads are restricted to truck drivers. Now that may be because they're too narrow or because they're not built properly or not necessarily properly, but won't hold the weight of my 18-wheeler. Another thing is low clearance. Now the low clearance really helps me a ton because if you're going down, let's say, into Philadelphia, for example, they have a lot of bridges and the bridges are very low. So you always need to pay attention to the sign ahead of the bridge that tells you the height of the bridge. Now our trucks are 13 feet, seven inches tall most of the time. Some of them are a little bit higher, some of them are a little bit lower, but that is the average. 
So literally there is a map in front of here that tells me all the low bridges in the United States. Now as a truck driver, another important thing that's on the road are the way stations. At first they really kind of scared me, but then I realized if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, they're there actually just to help me. But this atlas will tell me where all of the weight, um, weight stations locations are. Now another thing that it gives me is the most popular destination city to city. Actually 40,000 of them. It'll actually tell me the mileage if I wanted to say Dallas to Los Angeles or Los Angeles to Memphis, Tennessee. It'll give me the specific miles for that route. So as you can tell, this map is amazing. It tells us so many different things. Now I'm gonna tell you a really quick story because this happened like my third or fourth week out, maybe even a little bit before then. But I was traveling by myself and I was going down the interstate. I don't remember which interstate, which is really not important. But I am gonna tell you this, I missed my exit. So typically when you miss an exit, what do you do? Well, typically you go down to the next exit, take it, go over the bridge or underpass, either one, get on the entrance ramp, go back down, and then you just do a big circle, right? That's what's normal. So that's exactly what I proceeded to do. I took the next exit. And as soon as I turned onto the bridge to cross over, it said one lane bridge. Well, I looked at it and it was on the right hand side, the far side of the bridge. So I thought nothing of it. I can do a one lane. So I went ahead and carried on across the bridge. But before I got to the other side, it had changed to the left-hand side of the bridge. Now this is when the story gets interesting. I get over to the left-hand side of the bridge, needing to make that immediate turn to get back onto the entrance ramp, and I realized it was a 90-degree turn. Now I know some of you don't know this, so I'm just gonna, gonna elaborate just a bit. An 18-wheeler does not make 90 degree turns ever those back wheels do not follow the front wheels at all so at this part I was starting to panic just a little bit I was a nervous wreck what in the world was I gonna do because this truck was not going to make that turn now you've got to picture this, so just close your eyes and imagine. Here I am, an 18-wheeler on an overpass in the left-hand side of the bridge, right? Fixing to turn onto the entrance ramp to go back. That happened to be a 90-degree turn. Well, at this point, I had been sitting there for a couple of minutes pondering in my little brain what in the world I was going to do. And people had lined up now behind me that was wanting to do the same thing. However, they were in normal vehicles and I had blocked them. There was no way they could get around me at all. So I'm in this one lane, turning lane, I guess you could call it, and I had those cement barriers on both sides of me and in front of me so I wouldn't you know, go off the edge of the overpass. So I was blocked in by these cement barriers that stood about three foot tall. 
Now, as a truck driver, we have this rule. It's called GOAL, G-O-A-L, which stands for get out and look. Well, in this situation, I definitely needed to get out and look. So I proceeded to get out of my truck and I looked down the left side of my truck, the driver's side, and I had about four to six inches between me and the cement barriers. I could not even walk down the side of my truck to see how the back looked. Then I went to the right side of the truck, the passenger side, and it was even closer. I would say three to four inches between my truck and the cement barriers. Now I had pulled up as far as I could on my front end and I got up there and I was about four to five inches from the edge of the cement there as well. The gentleman behind me was in like a little Ford truck and he got out and because he saw me get out of the truck and he told me he says ma'am I've been a truck driver for 30 years you are not gonna make this turn we need to call the cops and have them back you off of this bridge because you're backing up traffic. So at this point, I was a little bit nervous, terrified, but I knew I had to keep my wits about me and I had to think my way through this. What was I going to do? So I pulled up a little bit and I would back up a little bit. And I'm talking when I say a little bit, I'm saying I was inching it like two to three inches forward, two to three inches back, move my wheel two to three inches forward, two to three inches back, every single time, over and over and over. Finally, the gentleman told me, he says, ma'am, I'm telling you, you're not gonna make this. And I started to pull up a little bit and my back bumper, the DOT bumper, started scraping the cement. And he yelled at me, it's okay, you've got it, just, go slow it's not gonna hurt that metal bumper I wanted to cry so bad but I didn't I kept getting out and look every single time finally I told him I said I think I got it on the front end he goes yeah but what about your back end you're not gonna be able to go over three foot of cement barriers you're gonna have to call the cops and they're gonna have to back you off and I'm like no it's my third or fourth week out I was not gonna have have that happen so I prayed God just get me out of this mess please help me so we had people all the way down the exit now I was literally backing up traffic on the interstate freaking out I was but I had just prayed and I knew that God could help me because nobody else was going to at this point. And so I told the gentleman, I said, I'm going for it. And he covered up his head and he goes, you're making a big mistake. And he covered up his head and I took off. And you know what happened? You're not gonna believe it. I closed my eyes, I made the turn and I opened my eyes back up and do you know that God had moved my trailer? You think I'm kidding you, but I am not. That thing did not touch any of the cement. None of it. None of it. I yelled back at the guy, thank you, sir. I appreciate your help. He uncovered his eyes and he goes, what just happened? I said, nothing. I made the turn. And he goes, 
that's not how it's supposed to work. How did you do that? And I pointed to God and I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. And he helped me get off that bridge. And still to this day, I don't know how that even happened. I, it, I'm telling you, God's mercy and his grace and the Holy Spirit and angels come and picked up the rear end of my tractor and put it, or trailer, and put it right back down straight. And like I said, I still can't even imagine today how that happened. Gosh, I can't believe we're already out of time. That went way too fast this time. I enjoyed telling the story about the bridge, but let me tell you what, God is good and he has been with me every single day. Every time I get behind the wheel, I always thank him and I always pray, Jesus, just be with me behind this wheel. Just take care of me and take care of the other families that are around me and just bless me and what I do today. And thank you, Lord, for everything that you've given me. So I have been blessed for sure. I'm sorry I didn't get to talk about the female part um, a little bit more, but we'll grab that next week. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I want you to stay focused. Keep your heads up. Life is awesome. It's great. And just know what needs to be doing. If you're doing something that you have a dream that's big in your heart and in your soul, just go for it. Focus hard. Know what needs to be done and get it done. I love you guys and we'll see you next week.